Holy cannoli. Where have we been on this show? And straying away from Ultra Q. We are not doing that. We will finish this to the end. We are completionists, sir. Yeah, this is going to be a tough watch, but <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so welcome back. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to parody one of my favorite YouTubers out there. His name is Eddie VR. I'm pretty sure he will never listen to this, but welcome back to Toku for two. <laughs> that was good. Um, that was good. Thank you. Um, we ended up watching the next three episodes of Ultra Q. And they've been and... ultra lame. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was about to say we'll we'll we can fight a little bit on this, you know, but they weren't that bad. And I know that some people will say when you say they're that not that bad that they are that bad. I'm gonna go give you some middle ground here. They can be kind of bad, but I have eclectic tastes that some people will say, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah, that you do. That you do. Um. But I honestly think that the second episode that we watched today was pretty decent. And the third one was just an absolute riot. So what do you say we just dive right into this? Yeah, episode... Oh, man, what episode are we on? 13? It is episode 13. God bless. We've gone through too many already. <laughs> so this one was called Garadama. Christian, what is a Garadama? It's a fucking space alien. I come from no, rock. A Garadama is a meteorite according to doctor to doctor yeah his name was just doctor wasn't it it was just doctor this japanese colonel sanders looking dude yeah so it, you go ahead it starts out with these boys like these little boys who discover this um meteorite and first off when it comes to any kind of episodes that starts off with kids with this show immediately i'm like oh god is this another kid centric episode because usually they are hit or miss. And this wasn't a kid-centric episode, but it definitely wasn't a hit. <laughs> no. It, um, it. I like how they pick up the, the, the asteroid or the meteorite, and they're just like, hey, look. And usually meteorites have, like, radiation in them, so nobody really cares. <laughs> it's just like, all right, kids, go get cancer. Yeah, instead of radiation, they just have radio waves instead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um... And they're picking it up, and they're picking it up like it's a styrofoam, almost, because you can just pick it up with relative ease. And they're like, hey, uh, we found this. What are we going to do with it? So they just take it to this scientist dude, and uh, the scientist guy is like, well, uh, let's go ahead and test it. So they try cutting it. They try using circular saw blades on it. They try doing everything everything they can, and nothing will cut through them. They use so like really a knife. I wonder what this thing was actually made out of, like in real life is adamantium <laughs> adamantium um but they said that it was uh what was it? it was like a a glass-like substance but they said it was comprised of tilsonite something like that i that lost me when they're like explaining what was in it i was like it could have been science made out of science science with christian <laughs> made out of gatorade gatorade uh i miss gatorade i mean it's still we around sean that. we won't get mean? into that what do you mean i miss gatorade <laughs> um so i'm a little lost what happens next oh no i remember now so then it cuts to this i was it a tour guide i'm not entirely sure but it's these two women who are on a boat with this dude and this guy <laughs> is look trying to power this boat along on this lake and this lake is like surrounded by like giant hills and mountains right yeah 
And as they're uh, powering through it, uh, I guess you can look down and there's like a sunken city in there. And they're looking through like this lens that are that's on the boat, which was actually kind of cool. It's why I was interested in it. Yeah. And as they're going through it, uh, the the I don't want to say boat driver because now I'm going to sound really stupid. <laughs> the boat um, driver. The pilot. The pilot. We'll call him the pilot. Um, the pilot looks up and he's just like frantically looking up and spinning around like what's going on? What's going on? And the girls, they're not paying attention. But then suddenly their radio that they have on just like started spraying this like static noise and as they finally figure out that there's something wrong they look up too and there's this giant meteorite heading down and this is such a weird looking cut too because it heads heads down like as a small little ball then in a split second it's large and it's on fire and then it another split second it manages to catch everything else on fire including the mountaintop and then it hits the lake and you're like oh no they're gone everybody's gone and then when it actually hits the lake it's not like they actually showed the the meteorite hitting the water it's like it tries to hit the water and then i don't know what exactly happened but they cut and then it's already inside the lake it's so weird yeah it sends the boat flying it's like a cartoon and like every everybody on the boat's still alive when they hit they like get stranded on like a steep cliff or something like that. It almost reminded me of that episode from Common Rider that you showed me where it was the guy running along with the girl on his back as he's <laughs> oh. running along that you know, that little uh piece of um It's like an awning. Uh, oh the awning outside <laughs> and he's just running along and they have that weird cut, even though it's supposed to him be like running super fast, it looks super slow. But they cut it in like multiple seconds, and it's just yeah. like him going backwards and forwards at the same time. It, it was it's very so weird. It looked, and also you could tell the boat's a miniature. Like, it oh, just absolutely! So funny when it's flying through the air. Oh, it's even funnier later on. Yeah. So they, the boat ends up on a mountainside, right? And when it gets onto the mountainside, the two women who are in the boat, they're like, "Oh, uh, we need to get off this boat. We don't know how. Someone help us." But where's the dude? Did he die? I think he just like evaporated. So he got hit by the meteorite. He took it on full force. And no one felt bad for him whatsoever. They don't even mention him throughout the rest of the episode. Nice. He's gone. That was <laughs> he that went was flying. Sad. He probably went flying <laughs> to another another hill. Knowing this show, maybe because they don't really do death on let's as monsters and they die in weird ways, which we will get to. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, we will. <laughs> so obviously when it comes to this show there's a monster of some sort right there's got to be a monster with the ultra series there has to be christian what kind of monster did we get with this episode this monster looked like the monster that was on the train and like a ficus had a kid so i'm a one-up on you on this i wrote down that it looked like sonic the hedgehog meets Snuffleupagus. It does, yeah. It's very ugly, it's, very ugly looking. It's and, got webbed feet. It has, it has like yellow, almost like yellowish type legs. You can see that's going uh, down to its uh going or not legs, but down its ankles, down to its feet, and its back. It's jagged rocks, which are meant to be like you know meteorite pieces. Yeah. But it makes it look like a giant hedgehog. It looks like a spiky poop. It does. And the way that it has its 
it's got its hands that like it's like in front of out. it yeah yeah and it like tries to hit them together like a little seal i just i didn't then, know what to expect from that it was so weird so this is a clearly like organic monster right but it right. walks and it makes mechanical sounds when it walks like yeah what the fuck and it was kind of god so we find out that the meteorite that was originally found by the kids is actually emitting these radio waves that is actually programming this monster because apparently this monster is not just a monster it's it's, a robot monster it's rc control (laughs) basically and so it's what leads up to the ending it's so funny (laughs) (laughs) that pissed me off i bet it did i it made me go what the fuck but it was so funny so they find out that it's emitting these radio waves and they're trying to find a way to control it that way they can get it to stop and Ipe and June, the X-File guys, that or the Ultra guys, whatever you want to call them. The Ultra-File um, guys. The Ultra-File guys, that works. Uh, they decide that they want to go ahead and rescue these women that are on the boat, you know, before the monster can get them. For whatever reason, the monster is programmed to kill whatever's on the side of the mountain. So, like, they go and rescue them. As soon as they manage to pull them out of the boat, the monster... You describe this because I know you're you. I'm pretty sure you laughed at it when it happened. God, it like doesn't it destroy the dam? No, no, no. That happens Wait. after. Well, I'm talking about. Uh, I'm trying to remember. The heck? Like I said, a lot of this, a lot, a lot of these episodes get suppressed, and I didn't write any notes. One second, I seem to be getting an ad somewhere, and it's it's really making things weird for me. What's One moment, on? Sean. What are you doing? I don't know. Hang on. Oh my god, what is this? Skip ad, turn off. God, that was terrifying. I'm leaving that in though, by the way, just to let you know. I figured, yeah. <laughs> I do not want to have to deal with that edit later. <laughs> or have you deal with it. <laughs> I'll just right. put a bunch of sound effects on there. You can do that. Do, do it where it's just like a bunch of uh, like random... Cartoony. No, do the... Do the zzzz. Yeah, I'll find that noise. <laughs> um, so the way that the monster is attacking the boat is what I was referring to. Oh, it was so goofy. <laughs> that's all you're gonna say. I, it just that's that's like the the most like it's a one of those things you just kind of have to see for yourself. Like I'm actually trying to pull up that clip right now. So the way that I can describe it then is the monster. It's still clicking its hands together. And not like a slap or anything like that or clapping. It's legit. Just it's got its hands down like a T-Rex and it's slap clicking its hands together like left and right. It looks like a seal opening up a clam. That's a really good description. And so it goes up to the boat after June and Ipe save the girls. It walks up to the to the mountainside. And it slaps the boat like Miles Morales slaps the spider in, <laughs> into does. the spider Yeah, it's, it's so a, janky. It's just it's such a goofy design, and it's like there's no way to really make that look like. I guess it's not supposed to be terrifying, but it's like there's no way to make it look any sort of intimidating or like big baddish. I guess mm-hmm. because of like the limited mobility and those gangly ass like hands. No, I, 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 I probably not. Still, it was, it was funny, but then looking back on it, it's just like I don't know what they were 
if they were trying to instill any kind of fear into anybody or any kind of like horror, it, like looking at it through a lens of like 1960s horror, even then, I don't know if I could think, wow, that was scary. It, yeah, it, it just, it's very goofy. That's just like the best word I could use to describe how this thing is. Absolutely. So the scientist people, they end up managing to figure out how to block off the radio waves by somehow putting a container over it. They basically put a giant block of Tupperware over this meteorite. It's just a mess. And it, oh, it was a mess. I thought it was Tupperware. Might as well be Tupperware. It's the same as, fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> and as they did that, uh, it blocked off the radio waves. Christian, tell me <laughs> the just, ending. It just fucking crumples forward and drowns itself in like a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> so the monster was walking up to a dam. It it. It blows up a dam, and it's actually kind of cool when it does that, because yeah. it headbutts the dam, and it has, like, this really cool explosion shot, and when it does that, it's like, cool, water everywhere, and then as soon as they block those radio waves, it's like, oh, I don't have any programs to receive. I'm gonna <laughs> fall asleep, and it falls asleep head first into the water that it just let loose, it, like, and it drowns forward. itself. It, like, slams forward, like, God, it's so funny. I, it was, the funniest thing is, when I got the message from you, as soon as you finished, your only words were, what the fuck? <laughs> and, like, it, the way it dances, too, like, it, like, throws its hands left to right, and it, like, just kind of jumps up and down in place before it dies. Oh, my God, I just <laughs> found the picture of the thing. I am... I'm putting it up for the video version of the podcast. That way, if anybody wants to see it, they'll be able to go ahead and do so. Yeah. So if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, thank you for the view. Also, you're going to love looking at this at this thing because it's, it's so it. dumb. It, it, yeah, the water comes out of its mouth or like some goo. It closes its eyes and just falls forward. It's got, it's got hands that look like salad fingers. It does. Oh, my God. It just falls asleep. Electronic brain is destroyed. God, this is this is amazing. So, anyways, that was uh that was episode thirteen. I, I hope that, y'all will enjoy that. Probably my favorite of the three so far. That's shocking. That's honestly shocking. Yeah, because the next one is repetitive. Which I get. Um, you want to start off start us off on this one? Yeah. So this one is Tokyo Ice Age Part Two. Tokyo Ice Age is <laughs> scrat in it. It's what. Scrat, you know, from those Ice Age movies. Dog, I've seen like one, like one time. Me, me too. You know, a long time ago when I was a kid, but I still remember Scrat. He wanted nut. Oh, is that what the squirrel's thing was, name was? Scrat? Yeah. Scrat. God, poor. I hate that name. Scrat? Well, Scrat, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, continuing from Scrat. <laughs> put that picture in there too. Yeah, we'll put Scrat in there. So now, the Tokyo Ice Age. So I guess had a. Tokyo airport all of a sudden a big cold front just comes through and grounds all the planes and it's actually kind of cool because you see one plane literally freeze in midair oh it, that it, was such a cool shot yeah and it like starts sparking. pun intended but the thing is it's like it's still in midair I'm assuming I'm assuming it's fighting the wind but it looks really funny and then it just plops down it just falls flat and uh and then out of it emerges Pegula again freaking pigeon bird thing from like episode two yeah do you remember what pegula looked like originally it looked like a ruffled up chicken that's that's a really good way to describe it 
Um, it... I put down really high, flat-footed Godzilla with wings. No, actually, never mind. I take that back because I'm looking at the photo of it now. I keep thinking that it's feathered, but it's not. It's just like a toad with wings that's high. <laughs> it really is. It's it's basically Gomez. It it's is, a different yeah. version of Gomez. Just a it's like a blue color. You could t- I think the four twenty um, friendly version of it because its eyes are never open more than half. Absolutely. And when you see his feet, they are just completely flat. It's like. Why? How is he getting any damage done? <laughs> His chode feet. Chode feet. <laughs> I I don't I don't have a good response for that. <laughs> chode feet pegula. Um. So what else happens? Belugia. Um. So yeah, it just starts freezing like the whole place of Tokyo, and then like it just goes on a destructive spree, and then some little kid is like trapped in a car too, while like pegula is freezing everything. Mm-hmm. And then these two people find. Somebody like a drunk guy sleeping on a plane. Come to find out he was like some kind of robber or like a certain uh, like a famous pilot or something. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you connected to the last episode or not. I don't think he did. Um, But yeah, it's this this pilot who was from he was a super cool pilot. Yeah, he was a cool pilot, but he's also a drunkard. But he also pilot. left his kid behind. So he's not super cool <laughs> that he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, And this kid uh manages to befriend yuri chan who i still adore yuri is just really really good as a reporter plus her character is she's got a really great personality i like her she's cool and she ends up befriending this little kid who says hey i'm on this great scoop you know regarding this missing dude who was a soldier and uh, and you know he was part of this uh, uh militia back in the day and now he's He's gone missing and I can't seem to find him. And so she's trying to do this particular report, but Pegula comes and ruins the day. So she's like, well, sorry, kid, but I don't give a shit about you anymore. <laughs> you, it's all about you Pegula. You suck now. Leave me alone. I got stuff to deal with. <laughs> right? <laughs> and Pegula, he comes in in a puff of black smoke. And I'm like, why? Yeah, he's just, he, he, I'm telling you, he's high. I, that, you know what? That actually makes more sense now. He's been hotboxing Never mind for, the like, why anymore. for like 2.6 billion years or some shit like that. It's just my only concern, concern, my qu- question regarding all that is like, if you're supposed to be this giant monster who's supposed to be hurling nothing but, you know, the ice age at people, basically, why is it got to be smoke? Why, why can't it just be nothing? I mean, why can't it just be like a whirlwind gust of, like you know, cold. icy wind? Because fire's cooler. It wasn't fire. It was no, or smoke. like smoke. It. I guess it's just easier to translate because this is. Black he was and like white. a monstrous version of a Mortal Kombat character, basically. Yeah. He was literally the personification of smoke and Sub Zero at the same time. He was. I'm just looking at it also. I like. It's hard to translate white smoke really on like a black and white screen. So black just looks more. It does look a little out. bit more menacing. So I, yeah. I do give it that. Um. So she decides that she's going to go ahead and do the report on Pegula. And in doing so, the, what was it? The man that they end up uh, recovering from the pain who, uh, plane, who's a drunkard, ends up waking up and he actually has a gun. He turns out he's like pretending to be a jewel thief. Is that right? Yeah, it's something like that. And he has to like get to a certain, he has to get like get to the islands or something like that. Japanese islands. Yeah, his was like such a weird little contrived plot. 
Yes. And as that happens, the the Yuri Chan plot happens where she's trying to get over to the um the airport in order to help uh June and Ipe. And in doing so, they end up being attacked by Pegula and they end up which was really fucking funny. <laughs> Their car <laughs> gets tossed up into the air and it starts going in a 360 motion, not like, you know, swirling around 360 degrees, but uh it just goes flying through the air. Just just going chaotically 360, like almost like a full sphere. It's so bizarre the way that it does it and the way that they do their internal shots. It's just everybody in the car <laughs> moving waving. from left to right going, whoa! That's yeah. all whoa. it is. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, and then they get stuck on, of course, a mountainside full of ice and they can't get out. And they first try to push on Yuri uh, to see if they can get her to do it, but she can't because apparently she's not strong enough. Yeah. So then after like using one of the older men to do it, they end up using the little kids like, hey, Little kid, get out there. Okay, bye. <laughs> get the fuck out. And I think the old guy calls Yuri an idiot. Like, it's he pretty does. Random. Yeah, like, he's just like, okay, idiot, something like that. Yeah, I think she ends up saying something in, as a retort, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I was just so fixated on everything It else. was like, it's like, oh, so you can't do these things or something like that. And he's like, okay, idiot. <laughs> it's just like, right. god damn, dude, relax. <laughs> like, this is a stressful She can't situation. catch a break. Like, it should be Ipe who should be considered the idiot, but like for yeah. some reason the past few episodes ipe has caught a break and it's like i don't i don't get it <laughs> yeah and then they end up using yeah they're using little kid to, to get out because they do push the car door a little bit enough for him to wiggle mm-hmm. through and then now he's got a and, like day after tomorrow trek his way to like the, the airport or some shit yeah but even better pegula looks down sees the little kid and he's like i'm gonna be a dick <laughs> blows his ass away and he tries stomping after him too. It's like yeah. that's some bullshit. This Pegula's a legit dick. Pegula sucks. <laughs> he's a, he's like an ten asshole. pounds and he goes flying. Right. <laughs> but the kid ends up making it to the airport, and lo and behold, uh, the drunkard asshole, gun-toting wannabe, uh, sees the kid and goes like, "Oh, you're my son." Yeah. Son oh, hey. Even get to see him. Yeah, like, hey, my son. Like, okay. Because the the son is, like, so messed up and disoriented that he's able to deliver a message saying, hey, get to this location if you want to get explosives. He's like, save the reporter girl. Yeah, because now he's utterly in love with her. Like, who wouldn't be? It's Yuri-chan. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, the man's like, here, hold my son. Like, here, hold my baby. (laughs) Yeah. He starts, he starts as he gets the out there, guy. June co- goes and chases him and knocks him to the ground, and it looks like he's about ready to beat him up again. He's like, no, yeah, right? look into the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's more black smoke. It's more black smoke. And he goes like, only I can do it. I'm a top pilot. <laughs> and they give and him as like he a... goes... God, yeah. Go ahead. It's so weird to me how this works. So he goes to this other location to pick up the explosives. But what's weird to me is that they don't radio this other location saying, hey, this guy's going to go ahead and pick it up because it was going to be them. Like it was either going to be June or Ipe who was actually going to pick up the explosives. Instead, it's them. It's this dude. Yeah. And he's just like, load it up. And they just do it so like gently and like friendly. And when I was like, OK, you're good to go. <laughs> and it's like 
You just gave a random dude explosives? He could be a domestic terrorist. Why are you doing this? Like, it's like a tub of paint. Like, it's nothing like, it's just in a bucket. Like, and it just says mixture on it or something like that. Or chemicals. <laughs> like, it's yeah. nothing to indicate that it's an explosive. Right. It was so weird. It was, a uh, basically, it was just, uh, Pegamin H, uh, yeah. which is their, you know, mixture like, that they decided to use or create, you know, after their first encounter with Pegula. Preparation so, H. Preparation H for Pegula. Uh which <sighs> Okay, so I'm I'm reading the wiki here and this is actually what it describes to me. Because I was a little confused by the ending, and now it actually makes more sense. So reading here, it says that he ends up flying into the monster's mouth, which he ends up sacrificing himself, which only drives the monster away. It doesn't die. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't it's just like a, it like hits it in the in the face and then it's just still there and then it flies away. Yeah. Very useless. I'm like, that's, that was really unneeded. It was. Like, now we're going to get another Pegula episode because this guy failed to live up to his expectations. They failed to kill Pegula <laughs> and that's all I want. Yeah. It's like, I guess this is why they needed Ultraman because, you know, humans can't do shit. <laughs> they can't. Oh, they're too busy flying shit into Pegula's head. <laughs> sacrificing themselves because they're you know shitty dads to begin with and now they're shitty you know parcels <laughs> which terrible. by the way that ending at the end you know when they're on the train and they're saying bye bye over and over and bye. over i get it when it's just you know the main cast saying bye to the kid as he's leaving on the train but when like, you've got the extras who are there oh yeah everybody's and they're waving. saying bye it's like who are you why are you saying bye to this little kid? Are you are you targeting him? Like yeah, what's going on just, here? He's like well, he's like famously known, I guess. Just everyone's like, "Bye little kid. Tell your I dad guess. I said thanks for saving yeah, us." Yeah, for driving away this monster that's going to come and terrorize us again at some point. It was a it was a it was a it was an interesting episode. It wasn't a good episode. It was an interesting episode. I might honestly think this one's well, let's talk about the third one more. I know you really enjoyed this one. I I adored this episode. Now, Christian, I am a man with simple needs. I want something entertaining, and I want something that I know that can either make me laugh or make me go ooh or ah. This episode made me laugh hard. This episode made me wish I was high. <laughs> to enjoy more. So this episode is called Kanegon's Cocoon. Cocoon. Sorry, Cocoon. 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 Tocoon. Tycoon. Cocoon. Cocoon. Let's just say it correctly. Cocoon. There we go. Cocoon. Kanegon's Cocoon. Now, remember, as I said before, when we were talking about episode 13, when it comes to any kind of kid episode, you have a 50-50 chance of it being really good or really bad. Do you remember the first kid episode that we had that I know that you absolutely hated? It was like a seal, wasn't it? It was a turtle. A turtle, yeah. It was. I forgot what the turtle was, but it was goofy as hell. It looked so stupid. That whole the episode. The entire thing was a fever dream. It was one big fever dream. This is this episode is like the tail end of a fever dream where it's a little bit more co- coherent. But it's all real. But yeah, it's all real. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so this episode is all about this little kid named Kaneo Kaneda, which apparently in this mean, um, in, in blah, 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 let's time. try that again. 
in Japanese, kane means money, according to the wiki. Um, Kaneo is running around with his little posse, and he likes to go around and collect money because he's basically a little bum. He owns like a flea market outside or something like that. That there's, it's like a they, bunch of kids selling like snake skin and shit. It's weird. Like you want some snake oil? <laughs> yeah. And there's like eggs. Like kids are just selling freshly laid eggs. They stole from a e- farm. Exactly. And they end up finding a cocoon. And in it, they hear uh, they hear like money inside. Right. Yeah. And jingles. So Kaneo's like, yeah, I'm going to keep this coon. It might, uh, you know, grow and I can actually get some, you know, decent money out of it. And as they're there on the beach, there's this guy that they call <laughs> the walrus um, man or something. Yes. Oh, hang on. I, I wrote it down. It was really funny because I don't see it on the uh, on the wiki here. One second. Uh, Daddy walrus. Daddy walrus. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I'm like, I'm going to love this. <laughs> um, and also to note, the little kid's wearing like a turtle shell at the beginning of like the episode. That's right. Like it's, it's so just weird. like it's just like let me not buy a hat, just wear a turtle shell. And he's got like a little kid who's like putting on this uh like this little lay leaf on top of him just to make it to where he's basically Covered. using him as a servant to like block out the sun. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he's just following him around with it. He's like had starting his own little Yakuza gang Yakuza gang. It was really Start weird. Start him early. <laughs> right? So He's collecting all this money, and then Daddy Walrus shows up, and he's this guy in a giant bulldozer. Just a union worker. (laughs) He just wants to work. Oh, does he though? I I think that's what it was. He just he was just like a construction worker. He's just like these kids are fucking up the land I'm trying to build. Because as far as I can tell, he just wanted to cause chaos and scare everybody and make sure that they had everything clear because they wanted a nice clear beach just for themselves something like that i don't know he just seemed like a like a union worker just trying to make a dollar and these kids are fucking up my land either way daddy walrus was a dick and he ended up running over their table full of stuff that they had yeah he he, did he sucked so uh kaneo decides to take his cocoon home his cocoon home cocoon and uh he uh, talks to his parents and it becomes like a topic of conversation about money and his mom gives him a really good god well basically a really good description as to what a conigon is supposed to be and it was just the most bizarre thing as to what it should be she called him like a point coin purse head um fuck what was it it was like what exactly what it was yeah your head was a head of a coin purse and like, I don't remember. It's like the body of something weird. It was a bunch of different things. And it was just it's like, OK, whatever. And also, he's like a dick to his parents, too. He's like, this money's more important to you than your grandparents or something like that. <laughs> right. But to be fair, it's like I kind of understand that little kid because, you know, money makes the world go around. Yeah, this kid was yeah. an asshole. He deserved what he got. He ended up looking like the fucking Hamburglar. He did. He did look like. <laughs> He looked like Mayor McCheese. Oh, wait, no, not Hamburg. Exactly. Mayor McCheese. Definitely like Mayor McCheese. That's yeah, it. It was like a coin purse head and a body of like a Martian or an alien, something like that. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. his eyes. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, he it's... looked like fleshy Alpha 5. He Yeah, he looked like if the reboot Alpha 5 had skin. 
Oh my god, it was so weird. So, he wakes up the next morning after falling into the giant, uh, well, the cocoon ends up becoming giant, and he wakes up inside of it, and uh, ends up coming out the next morning to see his dad, and he ends up looking like the description that his mother gave him of a conigon. And it is just so bizarre looking. He legit looks like everything that we just described is like a fleshy Alpha 5 from the Power Rangers reboot movie. Um, you know, the Mayor McCheese, everything all like that. It's just so weird. His parents freak out. His mom has the weirdest face when she comes out. Like, oh, yeah. she literally unhinges her jaw left and right multiple times before she runs and hides. <laughs> yeah, it was like a weird reaction. She was like, um... Uh, ah, and then start screaming it's so great it was like the best reaction ever <laughs> and so he runs away because he's not sure what to do so he goes i believe to his best friend and, oh yeah and his best friend is like you know uh i guess we're just gonna have to uh charge you to get you back to normal like but i don't have any money he's like well guess that sucks <laughs> for you then sucks to suck mayor mccheese He's like, like, I need well, two, 200 yen to get you back. Well, how about 150? All right, I guess we can work with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then he cries. The kid cries when he's in that, that body, and it, the eyes swivel back and forth, and there's just water shooting out of it. When that happened, I died laughing because I'm like, this is the best. This it, is absolutely the best. It's how so could you not like this, Christian? It's so good. I will say it is probably my second favorite. Like, talking about it now, I kind of do enjoy it. Yeah, I knew it would bring you in. <laughs> so, then he ends up getting all of his gang together. And for some reason, they all decide to start feeding him random change. Now, here's what I didn't get. He has a meter on him that's like a parking lot meter that rapidly starts ticking down. And they say that once the meter gets to zero, he's going to die. Yeah, that got... meter got down to zero, and he never died. Yeah, he was like starving or something. I don't, I don't remember why that was there, or like what the real danger was between behind that. Like, I don't. It was just odd. It was a very odd choice. I mean, it it would have made sense if they managed to actually keep up with it, and they tried to because they're like, okay, we're gonna have to start making some more money. We're gonna have to start teaching him tricks. We're gonna have to start holding events like a circus event. Yeah, you know we can we can do this. It's like okay, that's cool. little rascals but, of shit. <laughs> but what about the fact that he already got down to zero? He should have died. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not an insta death, but like like hey, there's like a grace period before you before you die. Right. So so such a bizarre choice. So then they decide that they're gonna go over to this uh, witch woman. And oh, that was this so little weird. kid. It was very weird, but it was funny for they one gotta go reason. speak to God. That's her name, right? Um, uh, I don't remember. Maybe that was it. Uh, let me look it up. Hang on. Uh, priestess is all her name is. That's oh, all it yeah. says. Is priestess. Uh, so they end up uh trying to figure out what to do for him, and th they give this one kid in the group a drum to beat on, you know, rhythmically. Yeah. And he looks at the camera, and he just smiles every beat i'm like you go kid you go just beat that drum because <laughs> like it doesn't like he was confused just as much as i was or i'm like yeah <laughs> and that that wasn't his character that was the actual actor i'm sure it was just like what the fuck am i doing right <laughs> i 
that's why it was so good. It's like, all right, he's just he's just doing it. That's cool. Just, just go on, do what you gotta do. Um, and so the witch woman or priestess, she ends up saying, "You need to take the uh, the walrus man and turn him upside down, and then uh, the Kanagan will be no more." So it's like, okay, they go ahead and they try to figure out what to do. And the daddy walrus shows up again with his bulldozer. (laughs) And they try to do this weird stunt where they just tie random shit to the back of the bulldozer. Which I guess was to cause a distraction. I don't don't really know what that did other than all they could have done was just shout at him. And that would have been just as fine. Um, And then as they walk over to, I guess, wherever all their shit was... Uh, they end up seeing this map on the floor, and as they pull up the map, they pull up the Kanagan, and they freak out, and they are like, oh no, what's going on? One of the dudes ends up in the hole where the Kanagan just was, and he's completely upside down. The other dude freaks the hell out, tries to get on the bulldozer. The Kanagan tries to get on the bulldozer too, but he won't let him. Yeah. And so the bulldozer spins around in circles going, ah. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's, ah. yeah. it's moving weird. And yeah. then it just randomly falls off the side of a cliff. And I expected one of those random early 80s moments where the freaking bulldozer is just going to blow up. It doesn't. It falls over, flips multiple times, and lands upright. But yeah. the actual driver ends up upside down. What happens next, Christian? Oh, God. There's like an explosion. So, like, this is the yes. part that kind of lost me. So, like, I remember seeing an explosion and then something parachuting down. So, the explosion occurs from the Kanagan itself. That's what like, it is. Like, it literally just blows up. And then out from it blowing up, it launches up into the sky. Yeah. And then launches a parachute. And then from the parachute comes down Kaneo, Kaneo. in human form. Yeah, it's, it's like... like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and then he runs all the way home happy and excited. Come to find out his parents stole somebody else's money and now they're kind of guns. Yeah. And they're just sitting there like the dad's reading the paper and they're going through their, you know, same stuff. And they're laughing about it. They are. And it's it such so a weird. It's just like that's a re- that really is like a real kind of like Twilight Zone episode with the kind of twist ending like that. So I do really like it. Where it's like that that old children's tale come to life, mm-hmm. and that's what shot it up to number two. Good, I'm I'm glad glad I finally managed to literally talk you into it. <laughs> For all the goofy shit that episode is, it was it wasn't bad. See, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, that's pretty much everything that went on. I don't have any other trivia because there wasn't much about it. No. Uh, I will be including those pictures just because I think they these monsters were ridiculous to look at. Yeah, they were. They're pretty funny. I know the Kanagan was definitely one of like the Ultraman villains. Is it? Yeah, I definitely because I always see this Funko Pop everywhere. Um, but it's really cool the way. Wait, Kanag? There's Ultraman Funko Pops? You've never known this? No, I don't think I needed to know this. There's a uh, Ultraman son, of, uh, father of Ultraman, Taro, Jack. I think it's Ace. And then two monsters, two or three monsters. Why why are you telling me this, Christian? You know I've stopped collecting Funkos. I didn't. I don't really want them. By all means, Sean. Christian, why did you do this to me? (laughs) You found them? No, I'm not. I'm not even. 
I'm not even gonna deign myself to look. I'm gonna send I, you the photos. I will so purge this from my memory the moment that we stop recording. <laughs> I'm gonna send you the Funko Pops so you know how they don't look. you fucking dare. I'll buy they you look, one for Christmas. They do look cool. <laughs> trying to find out. I'll buy you them. I'll buy you three out of the collection and then you'll be like, but I want the last one and I'll be like, no. God, that would bug me. I would I would burn them. <laughs> That's the one thing, like when I was collecting, I wanted if I didn't have the set, I wasn't gonna buy it. Yep. So that, yeah, it is that. yeah, the Conagon, Jack uh Jack Ace and Father of Ultraman. Damn. And Ultraman. Well And Belton. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put any more any more Funko money into Funko collections. I can't do it. No. But you know what I would consider buying? You gonna buy me a muffin? I mean I would consider getting that, but I was considering even more so those uh, King Oder toys. Those just those uh, those giant the God Tarantulas. Yeah, the God those are really cool. Really nice. I like the way they look. And I, I haven't even seen the last two episodes yet, but God, that looked really cool. <laughs> Sean, you gotta watch them. I know. Like watch them tonight before we get on tonight no watch them i'm i'm gonna be busy i have other things planned for tonight you don't have anything planned now i'm i'm vetoing your plans and you're gonna finish the last you can't veto my plans you haven't even played the final fantasy 16 demo yet i'm gonna play that tonight you better play it tonight and i beat I'll be I, I beat a big a big grass thing i don't i don't <laughs> forget know what, what that the, means did you beat bulbasaur what the, or what yeah it was a big venusaur guzzlord looking thing the mogul or something like that. I don't remember. I'm gonna call animal abuse on you. Fine. It was shit pot. Uh, the marble. The marble. Oh, the marble. Okay. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're not gonna talk anymore about that. But no, I do have a couple other questions for you before we end this podcast for this for today. Let's hear it. What you've been watching? Oh man, I am on. Hold on, I am on episode thirty-two of Ghost of Comrade Ghost thirty-six and. I'm trying to find a way to where I could watch this in chronological order because there's like a movie that takes place between two episodes and then there's another backstory of one of the characters that's like four episodes. Wait, can't you just watch it in chronological order? Like there's no... I have to like go to the fandom wiki and find out what episodes go in between what. There was a Reddit um, come writer thing that had it, but since Reddit's boycotting right now, that page is down. Oh. So I'm just doing it in that order. Like how right now with King Oger, we have the story of uh, King Rackles. Mm-hmm. Where it's like on episode two, The Secrets of King Rackles, which I got to watch episode two, which is just him being a really shitty king. Oh. And how he right. becomes the Okuagata Oger. Okuagata Oger. Sorry, I just had to do that. Um, so what do you watch, just Sean? to make sure, that's just like a side story thing that they ended up putting on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on Tokuzilla. Right now, it's only two episodes in, and I think they're like less than 10 minutes. They're pretty quick. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. So I like how I noticed that with a lot of uh, Rider and Sentai series is that there's little individual series for it, for like a character backstory and something like that, because the one I'm watching right now for Ghost is actually really cool, and it's making me like this character more. Like a little Prin- web series almost. Yeah. Prince Alon. That's awesome. I like that. It's kind of like uh, when animes do like OVAs or some stuff, like little little ova pieces yeah pretty much that's exactly what it is yeah that's awesome um i haven't watched anything toku related except for what we just watched uh recently i mean i finished lost galaxy i'm waiting for you to do that that way we can do our review of that i'll get there soon enough uh but i do plan on watching beetleborg soon that i'm excited to watch 
yeah, me too. I'm actually really excited to watch that. But other than that, uh, the only other thing that I've watched recently, aside from the new Transformers movie, Rise of the Beast, now playing in theaters everywhere, <laughs> uh, I recently watched an anime movie, a Studio Ghibli anime movie that was actually really good. It was my third Ghibli movie called uh, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, and that was utterly fantastic, and I think it's my favorite Ghibli movie that I've watched. Which ones have you seen? I've watched that one, I've watched Spirited Away, and I've watched... Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke is good. Um, eh? <laughs> I like it's an underrated one. Like for me, I liked it a lot. I liked it more than I was thinking I was going to like it. So this is going to probably upset a lot of people. You know, when we have oh. people who interact with us, I found Princess Mononoke kind of boring. Dog, that's lame as hell. <laughs> gonna get his um, and Spirited Away, I think is a good movie. I just think it's a little too long. It's Christian Bale. I've only watched it subbed. Oh, wait, no, Spirited Away, never mind. I'm thinking of Howl's Moving Castle. Which I own, haven't watched yet. <laughs> you own a lot of stuff you need to watch, Sean. Yeah, it's in my backlog. I'm working on that. <laughs> God, uh, but yeah, that's that's all I've watched. I fully recommend watching Nausicaa, though, um, for any anime lovers out there. I mean, if you're into Toku, more than likely you, you like anime. Uh, but yeah, definitely give Nausicaa a shot if you haven't already. It's fully, it's just wonderful. It's it's a story that I guess could be endless in terms of uh, age and time. Yeah, I got to watch that's, that's one the same I thing, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I will watch that. Definitely. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything extra I want to give. I'm just I'm, I'm just, just tired. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah. Don't forget everyone. Don't. It's uh it's almost time for episode 16. Episode you know 16. You know what episode 16 is? I don't. Final Fantasy 16. Oh, I thought you meant like Ultra Q episode 16. I got worried. I, I was did, like, but I'm you not know, watch that tonight, Sean. I'm sorry. I, I I did mean that, but I also wanted to, you know, give it a plug. But whatever. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 16 comes out in like two weeks. Well, next week. Yeah. When this episode airs, whatever. Bye. Yeah. Later.